All right, and we're back with 803 Bro Podcast. I am your host today. <laughs> one of these boys going to host one time later on in the future here. But I am your host, DT. I got my boy, Big Country. A, Big E. Yes, sir. Hey, let's, let's get it. All right, so we did end up trying to record last week about the free agency in the draft, but apparently that went south. We're on the, I guess I want to say server error. Yeah, I'll say that too. Yeah. Server um, but we can go ahead and piggyback on that this today, and we're going to talk about March Madness as well. So we can go ahead and start with um, the Panthers making their move to get the number one pick. E is probably happy about that. Oh yeah, most definitely. I mean, it's it's it, it's a happy moment and a sad moment at the same time. I mean, we got the number one pick. Having a number one pick with this class of quarterbacks, you're able to you know, you have all the power in your hands, so to say, and you're able to choose however and what, whoever you want, which is great. But at the same time, too, you're giving up probably the best player on your team in order to get that number one pick. So, I mean, it's like, like I say, a happy day and a sad day at the same time. But as we all know, the quarterback is the most important person on the team. So, and <laughs> the Panthers are lacking just that. So, hopefully, we'll be able to make some noise coming up this upcoming season, especially with all the moves that we made in free agency. Yeah, y'all end up giving up DJ Moore, which was y'all receiving core. Um, who else y'all gave up? Um, a first round pick for next year and a second round pick for this year. Well, it depends on what quarterback y'all take, though. Um, that, that definitely should be C.J. Stroud, in my opinion. Definitely C.J. Stroud. He's the prototypical quarterback, 6'3", 220. Accuracy is on point. Um, pocket presence is great. Um, literally cut up Georgia's defense in the uh, playoffs, in the college football playoffs, man. You, you, don't, you don't see that. Nobody did that in the regular season against Georgia what C.J. Stroud did. And that's very important for um, us in general because, you know, our quarterback situation has been up and down, up and down for the past few years. So we just need something that's going to be settled in Carolina at the moment. I mean, but you can't not look at A.R. from Florida. Oh, get out of here, man. This dude, he, this is his first year as a starter. It was, and it was on and off, brother. On and on. I don't know. I don't know about that, man. This dude kind of sick. Look, I mean, he 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 has like, a lot of athletic ability. Like he's one of the best quarterbacks. Reminds you of Cam Newton in terms of like running style and things in that nature, but just uh pocket passer, accuracy, I don't know, man. He didn't have a good season this past year. I mean, that's what they need though. They need another Cam. They need an explosion. Uh, another Cam? I don't, I don't know if Carolina want that, man. I mean, the man took it to a Super Bowl, got an MVP. Well, he didn't dive on the football. Well, we need to dive on that football. <laughs> he didn't dive on it. Hey, that man made a business he sold, decision. He sold that last play, man. He sold. He, he's like, I'm, I'm getting paid, man. I'm getting this Super Bowl. That man made a business decision to not break his arm to dive for that football. He got tired of Von Miller chasing him down, man. Von Miller said, fuck you. I got something for you. <laughs> and that was Michael Orr supposed to got a dog on block his ass, ain't it? <laughs> Yeah, I mean that it, 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 it was it was a travesty, man. And then you had Peyton Manning on his on his uh basically uh 
NFL deathbed out here looking like primetime Joe Montana out there. Oh, All right, man, come on, bed. dog. Come <laughs> on, dog. Man, said the NFL deathbed. <laughs> <laughs> Good grief. But, um, like I said before, I mean, this this quarterback class is pretty interesting. And, and I ain't try, I'm not trying to like, uh, knock Anthony Richardson also, though. But he, he's a pretty great athlete. But I just feel like what the, what the Panthers have set up through free agency, C.J. Stroud would be the best fit at quarterback at the moment. Because, the, uh, as you already know, we signed two good receivers, uh, D.J. Chart and Anthony Thielen. Well, excuse me, Adam Thielen. Um, yeah. We got Miles Sanders at running back. Um, the offensive line is coming back. You got back. Hayden Hurst, too. So, Hayden Hurst, yep, at tight end. So, man, with that, with those offensive weapons, man, you need a quarterback that's pro-ready. And I think that Bryce Young is probably pro-ready as well, but looking at the size and stature of him, I think C.J. Stroud will be the best fit for the Panthers at the moment. Uh-huh. Now we got the free agency, and then with me and Austin – sharing our damn pain with goddamn Lamar. Don't know what the hell he wants to do here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but let me uh, – on one second. You know something? I, just yesterday, I was looking at you guys' – I was on Instagram, and I seen uh, – it's like a – I guess a list of y'all's wide receiver room. I said, Lord have mercy. That's all I had yeah. to say. And Good then the one, the one person ahead, we signed a free agency is – in the, like the past couple years, has had the most drops in the NFL, and I'm like, "Are you serious? Why would we sign one of the receiver who can't catch a cold, butt naked in the middle of somewhere freezing?" And but yet, thinking we can exactly. change the narrative. This is fucking sick, man! This is sick. And who was that receiver again Nelson that y'all just signed? Yeah, he played for the Patriots. Yeah, he's the one that got. Uh, I think they did a statistic, and over the past three seasons, he's dropped like eighty something passes. And it's not like, and it's not like, no, he's just dropped wide open passes. He's dropping passes. Yeah, that's it. And y'all do have Rashard Bateman as well. But he's y'all number one, correct? Well, no, yeah, but he can't stay on the field. Mark Andrews is our number one, and he's not even a wide receiver. And they <laughs> can't stay on the field. <laughs> Good gracious, man. That's so, true. I think we're about the, we're the second team that have our tight end as the number one, like the number one read. I mean, second y'all team. right behind Kansas City. That's not a bad option, man. That's what I'm saying. This between Kansas City, us, and I want to, I really want to say San Fran. Yeah, I would say San Francisco. But they actually have deep. Yep. They're that Debo. They got uh, IU. IU. They, I mean, their receiver core is not. This. They're, they're not trivial. These, these are. These are studs at receiver in San Francisco. Yeah, but I will say right. with Ayuk and stuff, he wasn't really a stud coming out because he was just like Aguilar. He was work. dropping everything, and then he turned it around. Yeah, work. But yeah. mainly with San Francisco, they built their receivers out of nobody except for. Debo, because Debo was doing the same thing in college. He was burning people. He was catching, you know, unreal mm-hmm. passes and stuff. And then Ayuk, yeah, and Ayuk up until, a, you know, a year ago, you didn't really hear anything else about him. And it's 
Uh, and then, you know, you've got a bunch of unnamed or unknown people that they've drafted and they're starting to show out. And, you know, I, I don't know wh- why well, I know what it is with us. It was right until before we got rid of our offensive coordinator that nobody wanted to come and play with us because of the play style that he ran. Yep. This sucks. This but, man. <laughs> looking at this wide receiver, it's pretty deep. So I'm pretty sure you guys will probably make a move when they draft the draft. I, I saw something different. that projected us to draft Zay Flowers from Boston College. And that dude, he is he's pretty nice. He put on, I think, uh, 12 pounds of muscle in between um, the combine and, um, I guess, uh, the end of college football. So Yeah, but the I whole mean, thing with the muscle is you see what that did for DK Metcalf when he first came in. It didn't do nothing for him. And then whenever he started to – Yes, it did. It did something for him. He got drugged. He the most drug-tested receiver. Well, I, I mean, seen. whenever he bulked up and put on that muscle – the first couple of games, he was off to a slow start. And then once he started to, you know, slim back down, sure. that's whenever he was going back to what he was doing before. I'm going to say, yeah, that, that got him. Even, you know that video that he posted got him, like, they drug tested him. Oh, the day yeah. After. And, and that video, it was fake. Yeah, it was it edited. Yeah, it was, it was edited so good that the NFL sent pissed this guy. That's, they that's test why. him. <laughs> Now, I mean, I seen where I think they played San Fran, and um, he ran a, uh, I think, a post route, and the safety just tried to knock him, but the safety ended up falling. He got injured, got put out the game. Now that's when you drug test a man. Like <laughs> DK Metcalf looked like he wasn't even phased by that. Or like, he, the crazy part is that happened so or many times. He fucking uh, chase down Buddha Baker. Bubba? <laughs> <Dog>. <laughs> Ain't no way he ran down Buda Baker like and, that. And he ran DK down had to at least like, what be five to ten yards behind him. And then all of a sudden DK had, had a short well, that's start. what I'm saying. He had to at least be he had to turn around and then chases him down from an angle. Not even a straight line, an angle, and he just popped out of nowhere. Angle. Nah, it was I, so I, was he in the end zone when no, he, he was about 10, nah, 15 yards. He was like the five yard. Something. He was like between the ten and the five. Between ten and the five. But the crazy part is, like, as soon as Buddha caught the interception, DK really wasn't even paying attention. He had that oh shit moment. <laughs> like, oh shit, I gotta do this real quick. It, it looked like he came out the blocks. Like jump. he came out that, the blocks. That track kicked in. <laughs> Speaking of track, you did, you did y'all see the track meet, I guess you want to call that. With yeah, wherever the guy was talking smack to him. And he was like, "Yeah, that's not even the fastest I can run," and he still did a four point two seven or something. Nah, he did. It, it wasn't a four two. It was like a four seven. I mean, six seven, six seven, six. It was between six five, six seven. Yeah, Tyreek's a freaking nature. Because they did a six. It was a sixty yard. It was a sixty <clears> yard <throat> uh, indoor uh, dash. Sixty meter. I'm sorry. Whatever. How y'all? Yeah, yeah, sixty, yeah, 60, 60 yard, whatever it was. yard dash. I don't know what they expected, man. Tyree Hill. Tyree Hill's pretty. Right? Even for track, he's just different, man. I guess I expected him to run a 6'3", or a 6'2". <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, I read somewhere that said that um, the the new tight end for um, South Carolina defensive end, number one. Oh, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't think of his name. I can't either, but he runs the same in that, in that event, the same time. 
Yeah, and he's like he's got like fifty more pounds on Tyreek Hill. Well, that's like that's, old, that's crazy. That's like oh boy. Oh, um, from Georgia, the yeah, Georgia's DN, yeah, the one that Georgia's ran the DN running the, yeah, four, the four three. three. Well, you know, it's one of those things that it's kind of hard to judge what the offense or you know offensive defensive. Just like that offensive lineman, like I, I don't remember if it was last year or a couple, or it might have been this year. The offensive lineman ran like a four or four something. Oh well, no, he was he was recorded as like one of the fastest offensive linemen that was coming in, and uh, it, it was just like Jesus, like how are they? How are you moving so fast? So if you plan, if you run a four four playing offensive lineman, you should not be playing offensive lineman. Because oh, if man. you think about it, how would oh you run the four four? Where are you going to use it at on the offense line? On screen, pull it, they'll pull it. That's what I'm saying. Like I, that's, I mean, hey, maybe you need to be playing gunner or something. Or, uh, hey, but say we run, a, we run an old one trap all day. <laughs> <laughs> Get on out of there. We run an old one trap all damn game. Man, okay, excuse me, I was. Looking at it was a so he ran a four nine seven not a four something, uh he uh, but the fastest one that was recorded, uh was Taryn Armstead who ran, uh a four point seven one I don't know if that was, at you know the uh the scouting at his college or anything but he was three six pounds running a four seven one. He plays for the Saints right now. Believe so, unless he got somewhere else. It's hard to keep up with offensive line. I think he plays tackle. Yes, I knew he played tackle. Because they move so much. Yes. Yeah, they move so much. I don't know many tackles pulling, but hey. Uh, nah, I mean, they do. Some of them do, actually. Yeah, I was going to sometimes, really sometimes they'll pull the guard and tackle. But that's. Yeah, um, it's like either what's. Stretches a trap. Yeah, but um, I think San Francisco runs like that a, the most. We ran it a little bit, but yeah, San Francisco ran it the most because they have like a, um, I want to say uh, a twenty-two set with uh, two tight ends, um, two receivers, two receivers. Yeah. yeah, and so they have the um, tight ends, wash downs, and the uh, guard and tackle go ahead and pull most of the time. Um, but that's one way I can see the tackle. Yeah, because I, I, I don't think. Uh, I don't know pretty much. I think high school is really the ultra, only one that ultra use, utilizes it a lot because I don't see it much in college. And I don't see it. So much read options Yeah, that's college. what I was going to say. Uh, I don't see it much yeah. in the NFL besides maybe here or there with certain teams. Yeah, so it is. Uh, but – you know the crazy part is a sleeper team I'm starting to see that's trying that's trying to form. If they create this, if they get this one piece, then they they can take the AFC East. Jets. Oh yeah, the Jets. Aaron Rodgers, man, he ain't signed yet. He they, ain't signed. They, they haven't made he, the trade for. They yeah, there's the there's still like from what I saw, there's still worlds apart on what they want to send for him. Yeah. And that money too that needs to come over. Like he has a huge contract. Well, the Jets so. have enough money. I think they're like what one of the top five they're, they're that actually, have yeah. the highest uh, cap space. 
Yeah, they ain't been playing like that. Plus, I mean, they ain't really been doing yeah, much anymore. I, right, and I think everyone everyone can agree that the the Jets were just a quarterback away from doing some damage. I would last say year. that's that, all. They and Most then their running back getting hurt killed them too. Yeah, Brees did get yeah. hurt later. Yeah, yeah, Brees all towards ACL. Yeah, but they still need a they still need a better quarterback. Well, that and then they need like, some wide ASAP. receiver help because you can only do so much with one good wide receiver. And I mean, but you still, oh uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, they signed, yeah. no, they, they signed Hartman. They signed yeah. Hartman. Hartman and Adam Lazard. Yeah, they signed Hartman. And they're talking about uh, signing Randall Cobb, too. Signing Randall, I don't know. Uh, well, that was that. one of Aaron oh, Rodgers' why? demands in order to go to the Jets. He said he wanted Alan Lazard, he wanted Randall Cobb, and he wanted OBJ. Okay. I don't see how Randall Cobb well, can benefit that team besides just being a, a veteran. That's what it is. Just being a veteran, just to, to actually show them how and you know how to run it, the it's, 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 the it's Aaron's favorite target. That's why he wants them. Because I mean, look at Randall. Whenever Aaron was there, and then whenever Randall went to another team, it was never the right. same because Aaron was always passing to Randall. Well, I guess well, you can put the comparison with Aaron and Randall, like Tom Brady and Gronk. I would say uh, Aaron and Randall would probably be a better comparison between him and like Edelman. But Edelman didn't go wherever he went, like Gronk did. Or at least Gronk went to Tampa. Yeah, but and, oh, no, you can go ahead. It, it's nothing important. You can't, you know, don't, don't, sleep on, don't sleep on Gary Wilson, man. Because you know Gary Wilson has a thousand. No, we didn't. Well, we no, not sleeping. We like he needs yeah, help. Yeah, because once you you know. You have one person, one star player. Can you name me any of the other Jets wide receivers? Not they all got traded or released. Ain't Corey Davis was there for no. a little bit? Still there? Yeah. Corey, Corey Davis was at the Titans. He was with the Jets. Nah, he, he was with the Jets. He was recently with the Jets. Titans got rid of him. He That's was recently right. with the Jets. That's what I'm saying. Did they get rid of him or did they kept, keep him? I didn't I see anything. Like I said, Besides Braxton Berrios, I couldn't tell you any other Jets wide receiver. Elijah Moore got traded. Elijah Moore got traded to. Uh, yeah, Cleveland. but Elijah Moore wasn't yeah. doing anything really. That's why I got traded to Cleveland. Him, him is that him is that whistle will be for Well, that's man. what I'm saying. Um, I mentioned even Flacco was doing pretty good. I mean, with the Jets, but it's. If I'm not mistaken, that's what BT wanted. He won't he won't Flacco back. He said, Y'all can handle them all. Yeah, we'll take yeah. hey, I'll take hey, Flacco. I'll take Flacco yeah, any day. I like Flacco. I mean He hey Flacco know how to win in the postseason, <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah. I mean, he's he's got more wins than he has losses in the postseason. So and hey, we should have about to say, two uh, Super Bowls. Lamar is one and what? Yeah, eleven and twelve. Yeah, but Billy Cundolf. Fucking Evans will drop it. No, no, home. Billy Cundolf. I ain't even mad at Cundolf no more. I'm dry, I'm I'm mad at Evans because that Evans was the game when the Cundolf was just a god dog on tie the game. Yeah, but we could have we were whooping the Patriots the whole game and then Cundolf's like, nah, I, I got I, I bet some money against somebody, so I need to shank this kick. I had to because that was like a 30, 20 yard. It was the And he was making shot. more difficult ones earlier in the season. And that game. Right. Like, bro, what the hell was you thinking? 
I'll tell you one thing that I'm looking forward to seeing, and we'll truly get to see how good he is. But Zeus on the Bengals, Zeus Jr. Oh, we how good he is. We know how good he is. Nigga's trash. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You know, he wants all that money. We'll see how you know the relatively the toughest defenses in the AFC are because those edge rushers are gonna. Oh, yeah. Show him that he's not worth the money. Oh, he about to get that work. The crazy part is he actually fumbled the bag. Oh yeah, because he could have won many more championships with Kansas City. No, Kansas City offered him a bigger contract than what since. Oh well, that's what I'm saying. But they only was it just they offered him two years less. Than what uh, Cincinnati offered him. Hold up. So y'all saying that he was offered more money, but less years from Kansas City, but he wanted more years? Yes. I, I can't think about what it, I mean. I can't what? think about his thought process, but yeah, he's taking so a big way. He, he literally it was going to be like a two with a third year optional for the Chiefs. And then he turned that down. For a full year, full four year guaranteed contract for like forty million less after just winning a Super Bowl mm. with the Chiefs. Yeah, it, I think it, it had to be some some structure in that money, like guaranteed, non guaranteed money, stuff like that. It had that had to be the case because ain't no way somebody's turning down that much money for less years. Well. I gotta, we gotta find find that uh, article. Somebody, I think somebody did. I don't think that. he was getting as much playing time as he wanted with the um, the Chiefs because he got hurt earlier in the season, and they. I want to say I think they had a rookie or maybe a veteran that was doing better with him than him, and then uh, I know that the Bengals' star offensive guard, as soon as they brought. Uh, him in for a visit, he's like, yeah, I want to trade. I don't want to be here if y'all are just going to go ahead and sign him. So they signed him, and I think the Bengals still have the their best tackle still, and they haven't traded him yet. Wow. Yeah, it, it's it's a cold world. Uh, I mean, the NFL is a business, man. That's how you got to look at it. I'm waiting to see, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to this. I don't know how Dante feels about it because I know we could relatively get him cheap. But uh, I would be good with maybe us signing Clowney. (laughs) Hell no. I mean, look, you put him out there, you put him at the end. I mean, who do we have besides Owe? I mean, we have Owe. They're going to double-team him, so there's a chance for – a Clowney or a Houston to get back in there and get the sacks. Man, I think there are plenty of other people out there better than Clowney at the moment. Um, yeah, the, the whole free agency goddamn list of you got, rushes. <laughs> you, you even got Leonard Floyd still out there too, man. Yeah, but we won't sign Leonard Floyd just because we already have Roquan Smith. And, I mean, they're not going to sign another linebacker just because they don't know what they're going to do with Patrick Queen yet. If they even keep him or – they may keep them, but just not re-sign them next year. 
All right, so um, I'll try to look into the Orlando Brown Jr. situation. So the since he signed him for a four-year deal, uh, $64 million, um, including a $31 million signing bonus. Let's see here. I think they got it at $64 million fully guaranteed. Uh, but the Chiefs put the contract for $91 million over five years. He probably didn't want to be there for five years. That's probably what it was. That would have made him... <clears throat> That the Chiefs deal would have made him the sixth ranked highest paid uh, tapper. Is Bakari number one? I don't know who's number uh, one, but that would have made him the sixth. Signing with the Bengals just made him the 17th. <laughs> I mean, if you look at it too, he already come from money, so he might not even, he might not even care for that man. I would say he came for money. His dad died. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I don't think he really got any of that money. So. So, I don't know. He didn't really give a logistics of the Chiefs deal, um, and on what was being guaranteed. Well, you know, it 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 makes you wonder how much money that the Chiefs have because of them signing Patrick Mahomes to that huge deal, how much room that they have to play when signing people and everything. Because, you know, they really don't have anybody unless they're going to draft them in the the draft wide receivers because everybody pretty much left them. Right. And also Frank Clark's still out there too for the Bengals. So, I mean, hey, maybe I can stab him. Yeah. Yeah, but see, I don't think – they took a chance on Justin Houston, but I don't see them. It, it well, I mean they'll keep them, but it, it all goes back to that Lamar deal. We can't really sign anybody until Lamar gets his shit together. Well, at this point, NFL is saying that he no one can talk to him until he actually get a. Well, no, no, no. The whole thing with that is there was a guy claiming to be his agent. And they were saying, do not do business with that guy. You have to speak directly to Lamar. Because there was some guy calling in, inquiring to all 32 teams about Lamar. Because everybody knows that he don't have an agent. It's his mom. That's his agent. Yeah. Which was the stupidest thing ever. The only person that's done well for themselves not having an agent was Richard Sherman. And that was his last year when he played for the Buccaneers. Well, yeah, but I mean, I mean, if you really pay attention to Richard, Richard is a Stanford graduate. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I, we all know how <laughs> smart Richard Sherman is. And he can yeah. talk. It was a yeah, and he can talk. I'm surprised he's not doing that now, being an agent. But I'm pretty sure he don't want to do. Well, he probably gets paid money from Fox uh, to do yeah, after talk. the game. Well, that's like uh, yeah, I would not mind that they were going to pay Tom Brady sixty-four million to talk for Fox, and he turned it down. Yeah, I heard about that. 
Some ain't, ain't, is someone else paying him more, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I, I don't remember who. I, I think so. I think they wanted to say it was almost close to $80 million after everything. Man, that's a lot. Said and done. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, I mean, I, speaking of being an agent, I, I wouldn't mind being an agent. Me, personally, I wouldn't mind it. Personally speaking, I don't think I can handle people's attitude because I think I'm yeah. not a hothead, but am a hothead. <laughs> Like the agent, I'm like a, I'm like a Suge Knight agent. Like I'm choking, <laughs> choking GMs and the player at the same well, time. Well, but the thing with you, Dante, <laughs> as soon as somebody says something to you, smart mouth, you're gonna be trying to <laughs> dangle them over the edge like vanilla ice. Yeah, that happened one time. <laughs> one that five heartbeat situation. What am I out? No. <laughs> Yo, I swear, I thought I think I post that so much when somebody was asking me some stupid stuff. <laughs> Yo, my office hours from nine to five. Nine to five. Nine <laughs> to five. Oh man, I gotta look. Man, we gotta look and see what, what it is to get into that. I to that market. I, I wouldn't mind it. Baseball. So I football. I, basketball. I've talked to one of the guys that I know. Uh, he was the center for Clemson. His name's Dalton Freeman. Um, he ended up playing for the Jets. And basically, you just got to do some uh, college classes. You just got to, you know, basically talk to all the athletes, do all that. And then basically just whenever you get that taken care of, you find somewhere that's looking for uh, – somebody to hire on and basically just try to get your name out there. And that's basically, or, or if you know some people that are like playing professional sport or playing sports and stuff, just be like, Hey, would you like me to represent you? And basically, you know, undercut yourself a majority of the prices. And then that's how you will get your name out there. That's what he was telling me, but it would be different with him because he still has connections to Clemson and all that, so he can easily get his name out there, and he can be like, "Look, I played in the NFL. I know what to do to get you to that level." So, yeah, you gotta talk with him. You gotta talk with him. Man. Yeah, so it's just one of those things that you just got to talk and just, I guess, get your name out there. That, I said that'd be crazy right there. Eight hundred three agency. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it can't be that hard. Doing it might not be hard. Dealing with people is the hard part. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. But that would just be typically with, like, any situation, though. But And especially if you were to get, like, a big name. Yes. And then just have to deal with their demands from them. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's like watching. Um, I might I might turn around and go back and watch Ballers again. I miss that show. Well, that's like I saw something and it was talking about uh, LeBron's sports agent. Uh, oh, Rand Paul. Yeah, and uh, they were t- telling him he didn't go to school. He, LeBron knew him from high school, and uh, he basically oh. represented LeBron, and they had. Other agents coming up to him was like, "Oh, you'll never do nothing with him," and now he's worth. LeBron's agent is uh, like the second or third highest 
paid agent. He's got like everybody oh, yeah. in every major promotion. Eric Bledsoe, Anthony Davis. Yeah, yeah everybody. The NBA. And he's and he's dating Adele. Yeah. They're engaged. Turn up. Mm. You sound like you mad about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't gonna hold you. No, man. Right. And he's got Adele buying him all kind of stuff like he can't buy it himself. Right, that's what I'm saying. She said hello from the other side. She was talking about him. Hey, man, city boys up, baby. <laughs> city boys up, baby. City boys up. Jeez. Uh, man, let me see. Speaking, we talking about basketball. We got this crazy March Madness that everybody's bracket messed up since day one. Day one. Day one. I haven't done a bracket in three years because I already know my bracket will always be messed up. You can't predict that, man. It's, it's tough. It's real tough. Well, you can't predict a, a 15th ranked team beating a number one team? Exactly. No. That's what I'm saying. That's a it. team you never even heard of before? No, you, you ain't going to think. We don't know nothing about that. The, the first one was, well, this year, was Furman beating Virginia. After that, everybody bracket shot the hell from there. Yeah. Yeah, Furman beat Virginia. Didn't the, uh, what's that school, FDU beat um, the number one team on that side? Uh, Purdue, didn't they lose to... That's who they lost to Purdue. I mean, that's who they beat Purdue. I think it was like I know it was a number one. Yeah, team. I think Purdue, yeah, Purdue was, was number, number one. one. And then, of course, I like you had to say, go ahead and say it. Who got beat by a bunch of rocket fans? Or who lost? Arizona. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of n <sighs> words on scholarship. <laughs> Got beat by rocket scientists. Got beat by, got beat by rocket scientists. Cats that about to got dog gonna go work for Apple as soon as they lose, as soon as they lost. But that was funny. But it, no, if anyone told you that three teams that have never won a national championship or have the possibility to play for one, you would be like, nah, you're crazy. Especially when you had Sorry. Alabama. It was looking like they were going to win it all. Who else? Uh, Texas was looking good. Houston. Gonzaga was looking no, good. Like, no. Uh, UCLA was looking Gonzaga's good. Gonzaga's out. I mean, Gonzaga's out. I'm sorry. Gonzaga's out. Gonzaga, UCLA, uh, UCLA was looking um, good. Uh, who else? Duke was looking good. Tennessee. No, he was not. Y'all turned it around compared to the start of the season. From the start of the season, y'all were like, okay, Duke's not going to make it. And then y'all started building momentum, and then just y'all were steamrolling people towards the end. Yeah, but then we was like, I'm like, we're not going to make it far in this uh, tournament. And we did. We lost in the second round. Yeah, but y'all played a team that was like nobody expected to beat Duke. Yeah. Well, now you got what Miami, San Diego State, FAU, uh, FAU, UConn, UConn. So I mean, everybody expected the usual suspects, even though it wasn't you know Alabama or uh, Purdue, but everyone expected the usual suspects yeah. to at least be final four. Yeah, Gonzaga, but yeah, Gonzaga, Gonzaga just they couldn't get their foot on the gas. They just got blown out and just could never rebuild. Right. All right. All right, so do we got any predictions or who's going to be in uh, the championship? I want FAU and Miami. Those are the two that I would like to see. Have a, have a Florida thing going down there. 
And it, it, and it's not even for like you know just because of well I, I'm pulling for FAU because dude they have a nasty center their center seven one he's from Russia and he's just dominant and nobody could stop him and then Miami it was one of my cousin's favorite teams that passed away and so I'm just pulling for them for that reason alone. So we got Miami and FAU. Where did you go? Um, honestly, I really don't care. But uh, I know that uh, Kawhi Leonard played for San Diego State a long time ago. Um, I just feel like I want the underdog to win. Um, so, so, so UConn, you know, they already won one. Miami, that's a top notch um, D one program. So, I mean, I, I'm going to say Florida Atlantic. I want them to do something, man. I want I want the school that don't get that much shine up to win. <laughs> like I said, these these um these programs that these teams that are in the, the Final Four, all of them are known really except for um, Florida Atlantic. So, I want to see them do something, man. A big right, so party got, in Miami or Florida. So, so you doing all you doing all Florida? Well, I will say, though, with San Diego State, besides Kawhi Leonard being there, they are the. this is the first time that a Mountain West team has made it to the first, final four. All right. Yeah, that's true. I'll take um, – I'll go with FAU and I'll go with UConn. As much as I want to go with Miami, I'm going to go with UConn. Does that pain you to say, Dante? It does. You can, you can hear it in the voice. You can see it on his face how much it pained him to say that. <laughs> Just keep that, keep that same energy for football. Hopefully this, this football team can do something with Clemson if y'all played on this year, man. I think we play them. We already played them. We don't play them, we don't play them that often. They, they they gave them the fifth best odds of winning the national championship. I think the fifth best. The fifth best. Yeah, we don't play them at all. I think it's like we play them like every two years. I think, Dante, next year or the year after, we play y'all. We play. That might be true. No, uh, Carolina signed a deal to play with y'all. I just don't remember exactly when it is. I don't remember it's like 2024 or 2025. But we play y'all, I think, in Miami, or we might play y'all here. I can't remember it. Either way. All right, so how about this? Either way, if if that actually does happen, y'all, I'm, I'm, we'll talk off camera. We'll talk off the podcast. So I know we're down to go. Yeah, listen, I got, I'm a piece of ticket holder for uh, the game card, so you already know I'm in there. Yeah, we know you're down to go. So, yeah. I mean, college football, uh, it's gonna, I feel like it's going to be the same teams over and over, unless they're going to expand the playoffs. I think they're supposed to do that this year, though. I believe it's next year that they expand them. To what, 18? Uh, no, they expand it to 16, don't they? Or 12. 12 or 16. No. I can see 8, but I don't want to see 6. Man, I guess we could do 6. No, you can't do 6. You got to do 8. You gotta do eight. You can't do six. I just don't. I, I don't see the um, these usual suspects. The team such as well. I mean, obviously, I think Georgia has taken over Alabama now in terms of talent. Because, yeah, it's it, it, it's, it, it's 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 becoming ridiculous now. 
with, with what George is putting on the field. So I think the the people that we normally would see progressing in the playoffs, such as Alabama and, and um, Clemson, Ohio State, Michigan, I think their time is kind of coming to an end because I think these other teams now are coming and they're like inserting their dominance in terms of um, putting themselves in those big games. All right, so it's going to be a 12 playoff expansion in 2026. 12. 12 right, teams. So I know we have to double it. Let's go ahead and double it. <clears throat> because if you do six, then six is, uh, you can't, you really can't do six because you got uh, three games. So it's, it's not going to make it even. Well, unless the first two teams <clears throat> get a bye. That would well, probably be the only reason. That would be the only way. And so it's going to be interesting how to affect the bowl games too, though. They're going to be in the bowl games. They're probably going to do it like they did now. Yes, make more them, than make them. Bowl yeah, games. more than likely is probably the loser bracket will probably play in the bowl games, and then. Oh no! They're going to actually make the tournament the bowl games. Well, no, no. I'm pretty sure. What I'm saying that. is, like, you'll have such and such playing that game, and then. Um, they play again. I I would assume so because. You know, they were struggling to find people this year to play in games because everybody was shitting the bed and not wanting to win games that could barely qualify. That They were talking about at one point because uh, one team had COVID, another team had an issue and stuff. They were talking about pulling a team that had won five games to play in a bowl game because they couldn't find somebody to play against uh, one of the schools. I can't remember who. But yeah, that's technical difficulties though with COVID and you know that situation. That situation is a little bit different. Yeah, but you got to think with the D one, you know how many? There's so many damn bowl games. Well, that and then you know how many teams are actually going to win six games to qualify for a bowl? You know you're going to have a bunch of people that aren't going to make it, and then you'll have a bunch of teams that are in there, and you know. I think they had but that, broken it down, and I think they're going to do the champions from each division for like the top six spots. I mean, that's only it's only fair, you know. Even though, let's just say, like, what kills me is how they actually do it. Like, I understand you want to have big teams in the playoffs, you want to have big teams in these bowl games. But sometimes smaller schools do be beating these big schools. Yeah, but that doesn't matter because they're not getting enough exposure. You know, Alabama, whenever they had lost, they were about to, uh, what, they had lost two games already, and they were like, yeah, if Alabama loses this week, can a three-loss Alabama team make it into the football? Yeah, and that right there, that right there had me, like, heated. I, I really hated Alabama. For a minute, because it wasn't that they were winning. You can win. Don't care. The, the one thing I've ever heard that pissed me off, and it screwed another team, was notable, noticeable, what was that? notable losses. Oh, yeah. That pissed me off. It was like, why are we even talking about that? They lost. The L's and L. <laughs> the L's and L's. So they would rather put a two-loss team because whatever team was ranked higher or whatever, how they play, other than what another team doing. 
Or what kills me with that is, you know, you have two teams play the same team. Oh, well, Alabama only lost by three points, whereas Georgia lost to LSU by a touchdown. And it's like, so even though Georgia might be the better team, you know, hypothetically we're saying the situation, you're going to put Alabama in because they only lost. They, they, uh, they didn't give a touchdown when they lost. They only lost by a field goal. Right. They tried to get um, Alabama to replace a one-loss Ohio State team. Oh, they tried their hardest to get Alabama in. Oh, and Alabama probably would have replaced them if they didn't lose the game. Yeah. They tried their hardest. But I'm glad Ohio State got in because that showed the Panthers why they need to draft C.J. Stroud at all number one at quarterback. <clears throat> I don't know. That actually, I wouldn't know about CJ. That actually was the coming out of uh, Mr. Harrison Jr. No, that was CJ too, but yeah, no. No, no, that was Harrison Jr. Because once Harrison Jr. went out, Ohio State went down. Yeah. And Georgia came back. But, I mean. that They could not stop Jr. for nothing. They could not stop. Yeah, but you had CJ whipping into spaces that most quarterbacks wouldn't even think even seasoned veterans were like yeah i wouldn't even thrown into that tight spot that cj stroud was throwing into and he was tearing apart the you know one of the best defenses in the country and making them look like they were swiss cheese yeah that was to marvin harrison jr <laughs> oh no no hold up now I, see i watched that game now it was other people he was throwing that ball to yeah marvin said marvin had marvin had 100 yards in the First half, but, but, but that listen, was because was, of CJ. If you, no, that was it, Marvin running them right. I don't, I, I don't know because after that, after that, y'all didn't even know CJ existed in that second no, half. No, no, I don't know his name, but I think number two, <laughs> I think he played one running back or slot receiver. He kept tagging him too, just bam, 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 like getting them passes, man. Yeah, Marvin Harrison Jr. That he's different. They already said that it was like they, they, I guess he was at the pro day for them, and um. He, it's like they're shopping right now. Like he might be the number one pick next year. Like everybody was the uh, was amazed by what he was displaying at the pro day, the Ohio State's pro day. Like they're yeah. ready for him to go ahead and come on out, say so go ahead and draft. Most definitely, most definitely. I mean, your daddy Hall of Famer. So nine times out of ten, those genes got to carry down. So hey, those, those genetics. But. It's kind of one of those things where the situation, like we had talked in the previous episode, who knows how good the genes are going to go down. I mean, we saw what he did, but sometimes that doesn't transition into the, the next level. NFL? Yeah, because, I mean, look at Marcus Jordan whenever he was playing college. He definitely didn't look like he belonged to Michael Jordan. Understandable. And if, if you look at the, uh, I guess – uh, Christian McCaffrey to Edmund uh, McCaffrey. Uh, he he wasn't better than Christian, so nobody. I don't think we expected Christian. Well, I expected Christian McCaffrey to be good. But, um, his dad, you would never think that he would be better than his dad. I don't know, but um, did the did the Bosa brothers did their um, dad play in the NFL as well? I think their uncle did. I think so, uncle. It was Somebody their uncle, did. or I mean, and then you know. It's very few. The, the rare, I mean, you have Howie, who's better than his two kids, but yeah. uh, you can't really quote Chris because he plays, or I mean Kyle because he plays offensive tackle. 
or guard. That's a different yeah, position. Chris was a Chris was a problem. I mean, is he is he Hall of Fame worthy though? <laughs> Probably, is he Hall of Fame worthy? Probably later on his years, maybe. Yeah, but he's they have to we have to look at stats. Let's see. Because the dad, the dad was, <coughs> the dad was different. <laughs> he was different. It, Why are you looking at all? Who's some uh, the Matthews on boys? Yeah, Clay's oh, the better out, out of all. Clay, of yeah, but you, but you know the uncle's in the in a, he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. uncle and dad. But you know um, who else? Um, and out of the Bosa's, Nick's going to be the better of the two. He already is. Yeah, I get, I'll give you that. Um, uh, what's I guess? All right, looking at Chris' stats, you know he's a two-time Super Bowl champion. Uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year was on a rookie team. Um, three hundred thirty-two tackles, seventy sacks in his career, and he's played for three about, teams. Three teams. Uh, he's about ten years. Eagles, Patriots, and Rams. He started with St. Louis. He got he got traded. I mean, he got drafted by the Rams. Okay. So I, I he can be, but it's probably be later on, like later on down the road. Didn't um he the uh, animal son? Didn't his uncle or something play in the NFL too? Leonardo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brother. Or didn't he have a brother? Because I know he's the linebacker coach at Ohio State. Uh, Say that one more time. What name? Uh, John Laurinaitis or something Laurinaitis. He uh, he's the road warrior. No, 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 no. His no, his son just played. One of the sons played. Yeah, but didn't he have an uncle or something that played in? Mm-hmm. I thought he did. They did all. They did all did wrestling. I want to say they did wrestling. Um, who else? Now, on, let me, let me ask you this while you're looking up. Who's got the better career, Cam Hayward or his dad? That's another one that I'm thinking of that I think the son might be better than the dad. I think the brother's in the NFL too, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's a tight end or a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good – that's a good – Oh, the dad's not in the Hall of Fame, is it? I don't know. I can't mm-hmm. remember. Uh, <clears throat> then you've got uh, Amra's better than the other. M- uh, starts with the E. Saint Brown. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I know you talk. He, his brother plays at um, Chicago, I believe. Chicago, Chicago, Detroit. Yep. yep. So we're going to, I mean, Cam, all right, so between Cam and his dad, two different, uh, uh, I guess, Cam's dad played offense, played running back, and he plays defensive tackle. So at this point. So it would be the brother and his dad that would have to be, which would be the best. All right, right, so that's his brother. Let's see. Well, his brother's only been in there for like a year or two, so he hasn't really been in there that long. Well, then he's playing tight end. Ooh, oh, he's short. Well, that's short well, end. that's what I'm saying. It would be between him, which would be the better of the two, because <clears throat> of that's kind of brings us back to the uh, Howie Long situation, because two different positions for the son. 
All right, so well, we got two. Let's go, Howie. Let's go, Howie and um, Chris. All right, so of course, with stats, Howie's better. Well, yeah. Howie got eighty-four. Chris got seventy. But Chris was injured a lot whenever he played, and I don't know if Howie ever really had any major injuries. I think he did, but not big. I think he he did towards the end. That's things when he retired. Then let's see. Uh, The Edmonds that played for – well, he's with the Bears now, but Buffalo was better than his brothers. It's like – and there's like three of them. Yeah, yeah one, three of them. one plays one running two. back, one plays cornerback, and one's a Line, linebacker. Plays linebacker, yeah. But I don't think they're with the Steelers. One of them, I think the running back got cut, and I might be the cornerback if I'm not mistaken, too. Uh, y'all forgetting two more. You got the White Brothers, and you got um, <clears throat> Orlando Brown and his son. Now, I will say right now, J.J. is the better of them, but T.J.'s going to pass him. For sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. TJ's going to pass. Like, JJ's got the better career, but give it at least one or two more good seasons like TJ has, and TJ will be the better. And, I mean, you Didn't can, he have 20? He had 20 sacks in the season, I'm not mistaken, right? Close to it. Technically, yeah. I think he tied Michael Strahan's record. We got close to it. Or and he he's smaller it. than Michael Strahan. That's crazy to me, man. But he's, he's also a lot faster than. Faster, yeah. yeah. He's and Steelers do have a good defense that allows him to get all those sacks and everything. Oh yeah, uh, Asante Samuel and Asante Samuel Jr. Yeah, but they, J.C. Horn. Yeah. Um, but and his father Joe Horn. Yeah, but the difference with that is the position wise. Yeah, with the Porters, with Porter. Yeah. Yeah, Joy, well, uh, Joy, uh, Joy Porter too, and his son. But Joy Porter's son, he ain't can't, he's not an NFL yet, so. We'll see about him. I wonder if he's going to be intense like his father. Hey, he, he benched um, 225 20 times, man, at cornerback. So that's that's pretty decent to be in the corner. Yeah. I mean, you can also uh, – we can also do that baseball too because you got King Griffey and King Griffey Jr. Sure. But Jr. He goes, y'all already know how I feel. I'm a King Griffey Jr. fan. Yeah, like, that's my favorite all time. We just so. swing <laughs> MLB history. Got the he still it. got it too. He showed that at the WBC. I saw something that had said that uh, since he deferred his payments for the Reds, he's set to get paid $3.70 million this year from yeah. the Reds. From the Reds, yeah. For how, it's for how long? It's, I think next year's the last year, 2024. I was going to say, it's almost like Bobby Vanilla. <clears throat> Whenever yep, he gets yeah, paid that yeah. one point million Somewhere every year. Yeah. He knows it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> he knows it's coming. <laughs> and that made him the highest paid red on person on the team. And he hasn't played yep. for them for like 20 years. 20 years. <laughs> this made me want to actually go be ready to play some baseball. And all that money is guaranteed in MLB. It's all guaranteed. Yeah. Is it too late to play baseball? <laughs> how you old guys saw that early, man. How old are you, Dante? 33. Yeah, yeah you're too late. <laughs> yeah, i play some minors and hey, give me two good years. Unless yeah. you're trying to be like Julio Franco. Yeah, but I mean, the thing with the minors is you're only getting paid like 
a thousand dollars not yeah not much yeah, you starving artists yeah pretty much and there's no guarantee you'll make it i mean we can all agree that tebow only made it because of name value but you know that's yeah. the only reason but you know well, he actually played pretty good with the mess though hold up paul i went to that game i went to the game that he was there and i ain't do too good it, it looked the mess like or the mess or the fireflies the fireflies. I play, yeah, I played. I saw one game when he. I think it was like one of the first or second games, and he had a pretty decent game. I think he went like three for four or two for three or something. But it was it was a decent game he had. He doesn't. I'm saying low. No, I'm saying with spring training with the Mets, he was pretty decent. Oh yeah. He has power. He doesn't even look like a baseball player though. He looks like a football player. Like I've seen him in person. I'm like, there's no way this dude plays baseball. Yeah, but I mean, hey, you you got some people that you. I mean, look at Prince Fielder. He looked like he should be yeah. in the NFL, not playing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought he was a guard. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, the way he looks, he looks like an offensive guard sitting there cracking Big Poppy. <laughs> yep. Hey, like these cats got bigger in time, though. <laughs> they wouldn't always be. Well, no, <laughs> big, big Poppy wasn't. As big as Prince Fielder, right? and, and towards the end of his career, he started to slim down some. Well, like CC Sabathia. Well, CC, he just—he's like, man, I'm just gonna sit on my ass and occasionally throw <laughs> when I need to. Well, have y'all seen him now, though? Oh he's yeah, he's so like, yes. Well, if you think about it, a lot of guys like once they're done with the game, they lose a lot of weight. Well, uh, right? who was it that played for us? Was it Yonder? Marshall? Yeah, that lost all yeah, that Marshall weight. Yonder. Marshall Yonder, don't even look uh, like him. I know Jordan Gross for us. Our former tackle, he lost all that weight too. Jordan Gross. I who was Denver uh, number one pick before uh, offensive line? Can't remember his name. What, Orlando the, Franklin. Yeah. Orlando Franklin lost a lot of weight. Did y'all see the new picture of DJ Fluker? Oh man. Uh, man. Well, they were talking about. They were. They had said that. Uh, <clears throat> You know, with Cam Newton trying to make his comeback and everything, they were like, um, one of the guys that I have that played football and stuff in the NFL, he was like, if you look at it, DJ Fluker's got a better chance at a second career in the NFL than Cam Newton does. Yeah, because DJ's being quiet. Cam's still talking shit. Well, they say DJ Fluker, too, his pad level was kind of high. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess he made those adjustments because um, – that's what I heard from looking at uh, videos and things like that, that he need to work on the pad level. But, I mean, looking at him now, this dude, what, <laughs> 330 with abs from what they said? Come on, man. He lost a lot of weight. I think he was close to 400 pounds. Yeah, he was big. Yeah, and I forgot big. he played with us. Fluker? Yeah. yeah. He was a different yeah, bit. We yeah, had him bit. two years ago. He played for Seattle, and he also played for the Chargers, too. Yeah, the Chargers drafted him. Yep, the Chargers drafted him. Didn't he play for the Broncos, too? Probably did. Yep. Probably. That's too big. But, yeah, no, I uh, I thought it's going to be. And then going back to Cam, I know everybody was clowning him about how he overshot that wide receiver by like 20, 25 yards, and it's like, man, you can't make any comments about how you're better than 32 guys 
and you're not even nowhere close to hitting your wide receiver. Hey, man, I didn't even look at all of them. I saw just one throw, and I'm like, oh, here he goes again. And he was throwing to his brother, too. Yeah. But, 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 you got to see where he's coming from. There is not 32 quarterbacks better than him. Starting now, quarterback? It just depends yeah. on what Cam Newton Starting. we're talking about. If we're talking about Cam Newton <clears throat> when he first came in, yeah, there's no 32 quarterbacks better than him. But All if right. it's well, towards let's, let's, the later years, Newton. Well, let's talk about Cam yeah. Newton. Let's talk about Cam Newton with a full, <coughs> a full spring training, full training camp, Cam Newton. Because with the Patriots, it wasn't full. It was yeah, probably two weeks. Yeah, but he was on somebody else's roster. So mm, it's not. I got sick. Well, he ended up with COVID. He had ended up with COVID at that time. But. Let's talk a full, a full hit. Okay, all right. get all that. But let's let's talk about this then. Also, who could put him as a starter right now? The Texans, uh, Jets, the Commanders, Jets, Bronc, Denver, Texans, um, over Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, no, Aaron still had the Packers. So I mean, the deal don't get done. The deal we can't say. Okay. He's going to be with the um, Let's see. You could put him with the Titans, Titans the 49ers yeah, right now. Over, over, over Sam Darnold? Yeah. But yeah. Sam, yeah. 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 Sam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over Sam. Over hey, I, Sam. I, I feel the hate on my guy. Over Big Sam. red now. Hell, hell, even Carolina need him if they don't draft nobody. Shit. I put mean, him on the Ravens I, 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 right I'm picking, now. I'm picking Andy Dalton over Cam Newton. I'm sorry. Ravens? You could put him with the Ravens? Y'all, oh, oh no! Y'all have a quarterback, and he is signed now. He is signed no, he, to the team. He, he's not signed. He's on the uh, franchise. He has not signed the franchise tag. I mean, y'all got oh, what's his name? Hunley. Y'all got Hunley that back there, man. Hunley. Pro Bowl no, quarterback. Just, Excuse me. Pro Bowl quarterback. Hun. No. 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 Right, so no, you, no. You're using that term too loosely right now. <laughs> you're gonna hit that term way if, too loosely. If, if you're gonna be accurate with that, only put in because. Of an so injury, yes, no, that's the only out. reason he was that like a reserve pro bowler. He was next on the list. No, he was like five or six people down, and then people opted out, and then yep, people I got, and then somebody got hurt that was starting before him, and they were like, "Oh, hey, we don't have you nobody." Do this? Yeah, and he's like, "Sure, I have nothing else to do. I'll cost my team I'm the playoff spot." I'm not saying that because I, excuses, I can say, yeah, he literally like cost that. us a playoff spot. Do that dumb behind. I'm gonna die from the two yard line. <laughs> Smack the ball right at his hand. Bam! And ran two yards back. For a yeah. All the way. And we, like, who the hell dies from the two yard line like that? Cam Newton. And he's longer. Yeah, but, but Cam's, Cam's like that, six foot four, six foot five, and stronger than Cam yeah. Newton. Yeah, he's about six five, six six. Yeah. Well, but what kills me with that is you had J.K. Dobbins busting Cincinnati in the mouth the whole time. The whole time. And then you're like, hey, let's put Huntley on the two. And let him die for it whenever J.K. is like, I'm going to put this team on my back because we're not losing. That's why y'all – I'm Honestly, the crazy part is I don't even think he was supposed to die. I'm thinking he was just supposed to just move the pile. I think it was his dumb decision thinking I'm going to die. Or shit, even put Mark Andrews, who's been running those plays all season, with him taking the ball. Right. And doing that, but no. 
I blame Greg right. Roman and Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I don't really think that was the initial play that was supposed to happen. I mean, I don't think it was supposed to. It happen. wouldn't have mattered because we would have got busted in the mouth a week later by the the Bills. So, I mean, think about it. Y'all already said this. Y'all didn't have no receiver. Okay, J.K. Dobbins could have been the option, but outside of that. Who else is going to make that play? What Mark Andrews? But who else is going to make that play? Uh, Gus? No, no uh, Gus was there. Prochet. We dude. talking running backs, or are we just talking like we talking about general? Just in general. You could if have JK don't make that play. You could have had Duvernay run a de- uh, jet sweep because he's yeah. got the speed on the outside edge. But we still had the Gus. Gus was still there. Yeah, Gus. Justice Hill. We could have rather read option too, man. Especially, if- I mean, I would rather the read option than that. Shit, you got Pat Ricard, big dog. Yeah, I would rather pounds. I would rather that read option than that crap. Or you could have put Calais in for a player too. All right, see now you, you're going too far. Put him no. in fullback. Put him yeah, in fullback. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. Put him in a fullback. You put a young person there. You don't put an old person there. Man, you need a seasoned person for these plays. First timeout, timeout. Ricard is basically in a defensive line anyway playing fullback. Well, yeah, but I mean, (laughs) answer me this, though. It could have been a wishbone. Yeah, you could have put Calais. You had homeboy from the Kansas City (laughs) that they threw an out route to to try to catch a touchdown that weighed like 300 pounds. And And he was young, though. 300 pounds playing receiver? Yeah, he was young. Come on, yeah. man. He was young, though. I guess an NFL corner. You put you 300 pounds running out route. Yeah. Pick six. And, and, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and he about caught, caught the touchdown. He about caught it. But, I mean, <laughs> Calais, as big as he is, even if he stretched his body out, I'm sure he still could have done better than Huntley trying to die from the two. Yeah, Calais is about, what, 6'6"? Six, six? Yeah, about 6'6". Six, six, yeah, that's that's refrigerator Perry in the backfield. Yeah. But then again, as I say, refrigerated pairs, like what? They did that with him in his first two years. They ain't do it no more after that. I mean, he was he was kind of young. He was fresh in the lead, so. That's what I'm saying. You ain't going to put Clayus Campbell back there. He ain't even fresh. I think, like, he wasn't. He didn't even play the full season. He ain't got to carry the ball. It's him blocking. Put Ricard in there to block and then have Clayus run behind him because Pat's going to take up at least two blockers. Man, look Clayus can lay over with his long body. Right, look what Cincinnati did. They put Pico back there. He ran the ball in. Yeah, Pico and John Terry Pope put him back there. Let him run the ball. But in. That was when that was when Pico was young, man. The first three seasons, Pico's a Pico ain't did that no more. Then he's then he's Talalalaga. Okay, <laughs> I will tell. What about uh, B.J. Raji? Yeah, this last season or two, they had him back there running touchdowns in. And we ain't see B.J. no more after that. Well, BJ BJ got. <laughs> Well, he said he got too overweight that he couldn't play in the NFL no more. Same with Eddie Lacy. Oh, please don't speak. Let's not go Eddie Lacy, man. Let's not go Eddie. Him and Trip Richard on the same same level. No, 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 no. No, that's disrespectful right there. (laughs) Eddie Lacy is way better than Trent Richardson. I've never seen a motherfucker who had a wide ass hole decides he wants to run into somebody (laughs) and then get stopped (laughs) when he had at least a a 10 yard run to the touchdown and he runs right Mm -hmm. into his own center. And he's still doing it. 
Oh, I don't doubt it. He still did it. And I oh, blame man. and I blame Green Bay for what they did, Daddy Lacey, because they were like, "Yeah, we want you to be big." And then once he got too big, they were like, "Yeah, you need to lose the weight." And then they're like, "No, nah, we still want you to be big, but we don't want you to do this." And it was like, "Well, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to be big, or do you want me to?" And so Green Bay ultimately ruined his career. They wanted Mike Tolbert. That's what they wanted. Yeah. Green Bay ruined a lot of running backs' careers. I'm all green. Green, yeah. Green Bay ruins careers like Detroit ruins careers for just anybody. In- for running backs, not for running backs. They ruin a lot of running backs' careers because they already know it's going to be pass first, run, run maybe here or never there. I, the, the, I think the only person whose career didn't get ruined in Green Bay was Coons. I think yeah. he's about the only one, and I don't think that I can remember anybody else that didn't uh, get ruined. Jamal Williams' career didn't get ruined either, though. He went to Detroit after there, and then now he's with the Saints. So he just out. Yeah, yeah, but Jamal only played for like one or two years, so I mean, <clears throat> he didn't really get the chance to get injured. He wasn't their big back, like yeah, you know, because they. Because they had what the two head uh, AJ Dillon and um, I want to see how they're gonna treat him because that's AJ like, and I, uh, what's the young guy now. What's his name? I forgot. I can't think of his name. Um, Aaron Jones. Aaron. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron Jones. Jones. Aaron Jones. So yeah, they had those two people. So Jamal wasn't going to be played that much. But they still don't really. They still really don't even use AJ Dillon like that. But they, 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 they had to this past year because Aaron Jones was he was injured this past year. Yeah, and the crazy part is like. AJ Dillon is crazy on Madden. Uh, what? Team. Man, that <laughs> the quad crazy father. quad father. Well, I don't even have him no more. I, I mean, I, know, I, I do have him. I but I end up getting a '97 Bo Jackson. Oh shit! <laughs> I know that they're talking about this year. They don't know what they're going to do because it's coming up for the contract extension for AJ Dillon. So we'll see what's going to happen with that. Who's going to want to go to a team that runs the ball like us? Well, I'll tell you who else is surprising me, uh, Austin Eckler, because he said he wants to be traded from the Chargers. Mm. Because he's doing – he because he, he said he's led the league in touchdowns for the um, – for positions for running back, like the most each year out of all the running backs, and they're not paying on the money that he deserves. Right. I mean, they, 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 I mean, it's, it's what you negotiate, my brother. And it's I think this, well, I think this is his last year. If it's, this is his last year, you got to play into, you know what I'm saying? You got to talk. Franchise tag, you gotta, man. Yeah, you want to talk, man. What, I guess the difference is what people don't realize. Like, you, of course, you want to get paid a certain amount, but at the same time, it's still a business. Things got to get shuffled around. Well, yeah. It can't be about you. The top priority right now for that team is to um, sign Justin Herbert long term. Yeah, the thing's got to be coming up now. You're a dime a dozen. A running back's a dime a dozen. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you really don't have. I will say the only thing, like with like all major <laughs> sports and stuff, you don't really have any players. And the only person I can think of is not even in the NFL, but you got a bunch of people that don't want to be on the team anymore and they don't stay loyal to the team, they much rather jump around 
even though you know half half the time some teams will treat them right. But that's then again, what? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dame Lillard's about the only person I know that's actually stayed loyal to his team, regardless of how good they are or not. You talking about currently or like just? I'm talking about like in the new school of like oh, sports. Yeah. I got you. Yep, that's within true. like the last ten years. Right, because I would. I mean, the only two that I know of like just retired was Kobe and Tim Duncan. Yeah. But, I mean, everybody else are like – now, you know, if you get traded, that's a different story because, I mean, Paul yeah. Pierce got traded to the Nets, but that, that's, that's a way. different story. Well, yep. yeah, that we know you don't like Paul Pierce, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, no you know. Um, Garbage. Hey, look, I mean, man got stabbed X amount of times and still came back and – was busting people's head open on the court. You you can't not respect that. I respect him just like I respect the gum on the bottom of my shoe. Like, <laughs> what's your issue with Paul Pierce? <laughs> like, what did he do to you? That's not like a personal thing that happened to me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, did he smack your mom or like, did he spit on you or something? Nah, or? nah, nah, nah. I just, I don't know. I just, <clears throat> to me, I guess. I understand he's he was good, right? I, that's all I can say. He was good. I understand you want to do your self promotion. You know, you want to say you're great, but when you match your resume to some great players like D Wade, yo, Jalen, Jalen cooked the man. Solid. He cooked the man. Like <laughs> cooked him, cooked him. He was quiet. He you couldn't say no more to that. It's like when you when you measure your resume, no matter how they look at you, when you, res- when you measure the resume up, bro, you were just average. Right. I mean, and then, you know, also they, they, they gave flat to D-Wade because of the Miami Heat team and how they were super team. But come to think about it, bro, y'all were the first super team. You had you, KG, and Ray Allen. But to be fair with that, it was not like they went out and bought them. KG came prior <laughs> to that. And then so did Ray Allen. It's not like, you know, during the preseason before where they drafted or they got Chris Bosch and LeBron James. It had been a couple years prior before they had gotten them. So it's not like they were – it was like you had KG first and then Ray Allen came a couple years later. Y'all, y'all, do, y'all do realize that Chris Bosch wasn't supposed to be on that team. Y'all do know that, right? Oh, yeah. Who was supposed to they be wanted, uh I forgot who it was, but he had signed to somebody else before. It was, supposed, it was supposed to be Melo. Melo was supposed to be on that team. Yeah, and he had signed, re-signed with the Knicks before finding out. And yep. hey, well, I mean, either I mean, either way, you go with Chris Bosch. I probably would have took Chris Bosch over Carmelo anyway, because I don't see how that would have worked. No, uh, Carmelo would have been the better choice. But no, I would not want to see how D Wade, LeBron, and Melo would have worked. I think Chris Bosch he he spread the flow out even better though. Yeah, that was saying. I I wouldn't oh, see how yeah. Melo would have worked with that. I mean, Melo's not a self. He's not bad. Yeah, he's well, not bad. No, well, I'm, I didn't, he, I'm not saying he's not bad. Well, no, no, I get that. I mean, he's not like a selfish player. I mean, in all honesty, out of all the ones, LeBron was the one that was 
always hogging the ball and everything compared to. But, I mean, you know, LeBron could try to come over and take that team over even though it was D-Wade's team. D-Wade's team. But, like, look – but look at Melo during that time, though. How the 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 production he was putting up with the Knicks. Oh, he was the most definitely scorer. Man, no, that that team would have averaged way over probably about one twenty per game with Miami with that squad. He was a definite scorer. I am not. I'm not. I'm not refuting that. I'm just saying. I, I you got what I'm saying is like you pretty much got three guard forwards. Yeah trying to jump on the floor. So it's not like you about to play big man ball. Yeah, and you got you about to play little ball. You got LeBron and you got LeBron and um Melo playing the same position, so y'all understand too. So who you not gonna move I mean you could put LeBron at guard because I mean LeBron can play one through five. He can play well but you could have you could have put LeBron or you could have kept dewaited to LeBron at four and then put uh Melo at three. Mm-hmm. Unless you put Wade at one Mellow at two. Nah, they wouldn't have done that. I don't, oh, yeah, I don't know about that. I could see it, but it's just, I'm saying like you, you, you it, it, it's hard. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Bosch was a better fit because, like I said, you got you got Bosch at four or five. He, he can stretch it out. So basically, you pulling that, you pulling big man out the paint, regardless, and you give him more drive room for D Wade and LeBron. Then what end up happening? They end up getting fucking Ray Allen. Yep, and then Ray Allen bam. <laughs> So, I think, yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, uh, Bosch was the definite best, the definitely best long-term decision for that team. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, going back to the previous thing before that, and I was just thinking about, if you want to talk about, like, you know, dream teams and stuff like that and stack the team, you have two different instances. Could you say that the Bulls were? Because, I mean – they had Rodman, Jordan, and uh, Pippen. No. That would be the ultimate super team to begin with because once they had them, they were hardly get. They were beating everybody. Just well, I don't. I don't think they expected no, Rodman to be that, that dominant though. Well, not, you don't call. All right. Go ahead. But, no, you go ahead. No, I would say you. You would. I wouldn't call that a super team like how these like how it is now. See, the difference with we're calling a super team and a team that actually was good and just got that one piece is the fact that with the Bulls, all those pieces were drafted except Rodman. Yeah. Well, you're talking about the starters or you're talking about the bench? Because I know Kerr Kerr wasn't um, drafted by the Bulls. Well, the bench don't matter because most of them didn't play. But, I mean, no one knew Kerr until he actually made a shot with the Bulls. So, well, no, you can't say that because he was winning championships with the Spurs. That was after, that was, yeah, that was after the fact. That was after the fact. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, you're right. But, okay, and then my other one was you can't really say that the Celtics were the start because it would have been the Lakers had not it been vetoed that Chris Paul wasn't able to join the Lakers. That was some BS, man. Yeah, that was BS. Well, I mean, you we have to say the Lakers started because it actually happened. The Lake, I mean, the Celtics started because it actually happened. The Lakers did not happen. Well, but that's what I'm saying. You can't really, you know, ultimately say that it wasn't going to be the downfall of that. Just it, it was the commissioner at the time just downfalling because they didn't. I, and I, I ultimately think they didn't want the Celtics to get past for the most championships. 
Crowder at that time. But it happened anyway. Well, the yep. Celtics won one in one that year. Yeah, one in 08. And then uh, the year. And you, if you want to be technical, a lot of people don't count it. But yes, the Lakers have more than us. But they also count that would be counted during the bubble season. Yeah, I don't count that bubble season. I mean, well, I'm a Lakers fan. Saying. I'm a Lakers fan. I still don't count it. <clears throat> I don't count it. I wouldn't even count. Yeah, I definitely couldn't count that because it's like a lot of people, a lot of players didn't play, and it was it was it was a weird, weird season. Well, not even that. You you only played like Half. forty games, and yeah, you had season. that that Lakers team. It was like eighteen and or twenty two and eighteen. Like they yeah, didn't have a good record. That was one of the weirdest seasons because it was like two halves, two half seasons. Right. Yeah, it was weird. So I, yeah, but yeah, the super team thing—that's you getting all free agencies, all free agents coming together. That's why it's like saying you can't really call Golden State Warriors super team because all of them have been drafted. KD. Yeah, KD, Andre Iguodala. I say the majority of the team was drafted. I didn't say it. Like, you couldn't, but I, can't I mean, I will say you're going to bring in one so before. So the first time they made it to the finals, they beat LeBron. That that was that was a phenomenal team. And then LeBron came back and won it. Came back down for three one. They was like, "Oh no, nah, we need two luck. We need somebody." Here comes KD. I was like, "Yep, they about to go on a run." And that's exactly what they did. We're on a run with that dude. Well, KD's a, a snake, anyways. I mean, all he's he pretty much <laughs> tarnished his career after leaving the the what Thunder. Do you blame because- him though? They I'm, had a, I mean, after that one season, whenever they lost to them, instead of like, okay, let's try to run this back and do it, Katie's like, nah, I'm joining the Warriors and I'm winning the championship. That team would have stayed. That team would have stayed together. That would have been a phenomenal team, man. You got, but do you blame him though? Like, as you can see, it's like Westbrook is the is a good worst player. Hold up, not but at, the at that time. <laughs> not, not at the time. Yeah, that's no. what I was going to say. You couldn't say because Westbrook was still doing big numbers and everything. KD was like, okay, I lost in the finals. I'm not going to stick around to see what we could potentially do. I want to get out here and win championships. And you see up. Okay, I'm, and the Warriors were up and they still lost. They had. And none of them broke apart. They stayed together to see what they could do. KD said, oh, Tom's getting oh, tough out like, here. No, let let me go that. join the team that I can win a championship with. Oklahoma oh. City had KD, James Harden, Serge Ibaka, Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams. That. So imagine what, that what, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, <clears throat> even though KD left, and y'all, I mean, you're going to attest to this, I am not a Westbrook fan. We know. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a Westbrook fan. It it went down to the point it's like with the game they needed, this man had 10 plus turnovers by himself. I think that whole series he was averaging seven to ten turnovers. He was doing stupid shots that he shouldn't even be taking. Are you talking about in the finals? Yeah, I'm talking about the OKC Westbrook. Okay, that's from that time when he was in the finals. Yeah. Or are you talking about? 
Yes, he's talking about in the finals, yeah, finals. when they played the Heat. The Heat, first time. Yeah. Yes. Well, second like, time for them, right? It's the second time for the Heat. It's all, the first one in Boston. No. No, it was first. Because the second time, no, they didn't the, make it. They lost to yeah. the, the Spurs, right? Yeah, yeah. They played the Heat because they played them three years in a row. One year, they lost to the Heat in like the first or the second round. They lost to either the Spurs or the Mavericks in the second year. Yeah. And then the third year is when they played the Heat in the championship. Yeah, it was something like that. But it just seemed like the common denominator was Westbrook. Like, Harden come in, do his thing. Serge and everybody did their thing. KD will be KD. And it's like, you're looking at Westbrook, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, but you can't put all the blame on Westbrook. Because you going to put it on. Wasn't he handles the ball. Strictly. Yeah, but, I mean, you can also blame, like, KD for not making the shots. You could blame Westbrook. There's a whole bunch of teams you can play, yes, but that doesn't mean that, like, because of the turnover that Westbrook caused, he could have been passing to somebody and they weren't paying attention or something like oh, that. No, no, those no, no, turnovers. Those, those, were, those were horrible. No, he's horrible with the ball. Well, yeah, I mean, he is, and that's why, you know, y'all got rid of him and everything, <laughs> but still, you can't necessarily say that. But e- even regardless of that, one bad game that he had or whatever. They were still up. KD was like, okay, I don't see anything happening with this, and I'm going to leave and go join the team. If KD was as good as he was, you know, thought he was, he would have either stayed there. That's ultimately what killed his legacy is because after he lost, you saw KD's true character. I mean, that part, I don't – I mean – I said the same thing. It's like, why join that type of team if you? Because he wants to win championships, and nobody's gonna, you know, respect him because the times got tough, and he jumped from team to a super team. It's like now, where he's where he at now? I ain't been following him basketball. He's like with the Suns. No, he oh, no. Left that's the... a who? So Katie. Katie. he left. He left. OKC mm-hmm. went to the Warriors left the Warriors because he felt like he was getting disrespected there. Um, because him, him and him and Stefan or uh, Steph and uh, Green were getting into it. So KD's like, all right, well, I'm leaving. And he went to Brooklyn. He was joined by Kyrie, Kyrie. and James Harden. They weren't doing what they were projected to do. So he left. James left. Went to the, well, yeah, he went to the 76ers. Um, well, no, yep. he would have went to, to the 76 for 76ers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He would have went to the 76ers. Then he left or Kyrie left, went to the Mavericks and then KD went to the Suns and, you know, the Suns aren't really doing anything spectacular right now. Who knows how long he's going to stay there before he's like, I'm going to go somewhere Matter else. Fact, he, he, part he is is what the Suns, a top team in the West, like. A year or two ago, there was there were or still yeah they years? were well two years ago they were playing the Bucks for the championship, right. and then last year they got eliminated by who they get on the the Mavericks I believe oh, it was the Mavericks the Mavericks or the Warriors it was the Mavericks yeah because uh, Luca lost to the war no. The Nuggets lost to the Warriors, and then Luca played them, and they lost. 
and then um yeah they were they were at the number one spot in the uh west and i'm not sure who's number one now in the west okay and KD's been hurt with, with his baby ass back. <laughs> yeah, he's still out right now. Because the Lakers just beat the uh, just beat the Suns. Because also Reeves dropped 30 plus on him. So that was a couple of days ago. But yeah. the Lakers lost to uh, Chicago today too, so yeah, Well, Pat Beverly was talking about he was doing all he can to make sure LeBron looked bad in his coming back party. But you know, LeBron said today that he's supposed to be out for the season. Mhm. So, LeBron's gonna. I, if I was LeBron, I would just rest. He has nothing to yeah, prove. The Lakers. I know that they're right on the edge, but you're also almost forty, and you know who knows how many more, how much longer you have. That's true. I mean, the Lakers were doing pretty good without LeBron. I would. Well, that's. What I would I'm just saying. ride it out to the end of the year, rest that ankle, and come back for the playoffs with a play-in game because I think that's where they're at now. I think if they if they get up to six, they want to play in the play in game. But um, yeah, just rest, it, let it go. I think Anthony Davis has now hit a stride, so him and the rest of the team can can do what they can to make sure they make a uh, make the playoffs in a significant role, such as not playing in the play in game. Now, let me ask you this, Dante. Yeah. What do you feel about Anthony Davis's comments about how? His jersey should be retired next to Kobe's. <laughs> or Paul or Paul Gasol's, not Kobe's. Can't say what Do I you think say. he did enough for the Lakers? No. That he should be retired as a Laker? Hell no. 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 My thoughts exactly. No. Maybe for the Pelicans, yes, but Lakers. He's no. barely as many years as he's been in the Lakers, I think he's only played Half of the time he's been in Los Angeles. Yeah, I don't think he's ever played a full season. No, not not at all. Um, can't say what I want to say, but I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna make a PG. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're no deserving of getting your number retired next to Paul Gasol on the Lakers team that he's been on for about three years. Pretty much. Yeah, three years. No, I think he's been on there four, long. Five years. No, it's, it's, no, it's been four or five. It's, think about, think about, think about, think about the, the bubble game now, the bubble year. Yeah, it's twenty twenty. I think he came in twenty eighteen. Right, uh, it's the year. It's the year Zion got drafted. Uh, let me check this out. It's the year. It's the year that uh, when Zion got drafted. It was um. What I'm I'm going to say uh no. Not he got tw- 2019. 2019. Okay. He's been on the Lakers. So technically, he four played years. with three, four. Yeah. Years. No. Because he came in that trade for uh, Brandon Egram and then. Yeah, so I'm gonna still go no, you know, on that one. That's a uh, negative. Uh, he should not said that. Um, he should uh, pretty much have his mouth taped and fall in a box and have the box cover dirt on it. Okay, well, let me ask you this: Do you think LeBron should be have his jersey? LeBron's going to have his jersey retired, no matter what team he goes on. We know that. His it's going to be a Heat, it's going to be Cavaliers, and it's going to be a Lakers jersey. All going to be retired 
by the time this is over. I mean, I mean, you have to admit this man won three different titles, three different teams, man. Well, yeah, I'm not saying that, that, but told you I'm not counting that bubble, man. I'm not counting that bubble. But do do you think that the fans themselves are going to be upset with that because of you know they're used to having people like Kobe and stuff, whereas LeBron he just wanted to join on there because hey, it, it's just fun to be on the Lakers. It's my dream team. I always wanted to be on, but he opts teams every year. It seems every couple years, well, or what, right, every three or four yeah, years. Yeah, every couple of years, it seems like. And even now that he's talking about if what team Bronny gets jumped on, you know, I don't care what. I want to play on that team. I mean, so to play, to play on the on the side of your son. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, that would be an ultimate goal. I mean, I I can't be mad at that. If he if he wants to do that, I cannot be mad at that. I, I, I would not be. Mad. Well, I'm not. I'm not mad at that, but I'm just saying the Lakers fans themselves, do you think they're going to be like, why should we, you know, whenever he just had a couple of years with us and then left? You know how yeah, ruthless NBA fans yeah, are. Fans, yeah. um, personally, I mean, if he do more, let's say if they somehow miraculously just, we just jump in the playoffs and we actually win a championship. Um, yeah, because we haven't, they haven't done anything since the bubble. Oh, really? Haven't haven't made a push. Yeah. Haven't made anything since the bubble. Granted, he broke the all-time scoring record as a Laker. Granted, um, but you have to do a little. I mean, I guess you have to do. To me, you have to bring in some more, some more rings. I give you, you know, his his accolade. He did it. Um, I don't think he even got an MVP. Um, since joining the Lakers, he won't. He will never get that. I think. Yeah, because Anthony Davis got it, didn't he? I'm not talking about uh, finals. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Oh, know, okay, just in general. In general. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, Luca and yeah, in general. Uh, not Luca. Uh, Jokic and Giannis. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying in general. And, and the bubble finals MVP. Say, the bubble finals MVP that was Anthony Davis. Yeah, 